0: active when things happen? Mm-hmm. Or are you responsive?
1: Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Bergio, and I'm super excited to bring today's guest to you. Her name is Randy. She is a former salon owner, obviously hairdresser too, now turned coach. So... My path of enlightenment is someone who's walking a few steps ahead of me, so I'm super excited to bring her to you today and to share all of the goodness. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff, so we're going to try to put it all in an hour. I already feel like there might have to be a part two. I know. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. Thank you for your time, honestly. Yes. I know everyone's so busy right now. We're shooting. It is still 2020, and we're coming off of a roller coaster closure, COVID, all the things. Um so we're just going to dive right in. I'm going to talk to her about her story, so I'll uh, have you guys listen in. But you might want to grab a pen because I feel like there's going to be some good notes today. <laughs> so I want to hear about your story, obviously, of how you became a coach. And I, we can reverse engineer that back to the day one, or we can start from wherever feels like authentic to talk about. Yes. Yeah, so, how did you get into the industry?
0: Yeah. So that's a really good question. I guess let's rewind back. Um, so I've been an entrepreneur since probably the age of six. Wow. I went to my first lemonade stand. Yes, and then I moved into the wrapping paper business. <laughs> and so I was that girl little girl like playing office with my uh, girlfriend where I was the boss and like handing them papers and my dad is a motivational speaker and transformational life coach and was always doing talks and stuff. So I was always like, What can I do? Like what can I sell? Like how can I build something? And so
1: What an amazing childhood that must have been to have somebody speaking powerful words around you all the time.
0: It was. It was definitely a beautiful blessing. Mm. So, I kind of started in that, and then after high school, I decided to go into hair school. Okay. So, I really, like, called to be more of a creator in that way, and was a stylist for about 17 total years. Wow. So, I was actually in Vegas. Um,
1: where you started? Is that where you started? I
0: started in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. So, I moved around a lot when I was little. I actually went to 11 schools before high school. Wow. So, I moved around a lot between my mom and my dad, and then my dad having different things going on in yeah. school so I ended up in Vegas for high school and then I went to hair school and basically had like a whole other lifetime there. I was married in my early 20s and built a really successful clientele okay. um, and then probably in about I think it was like 2008 I moved to San Diego which I had been here earlier okay um around You're the okay. age of like six or seven okay yeah I was I just felt I came here actually on a trip and met somebody which like was like the catalyst Mm -hmm. but it felt I felt so inspired to come back here I always loved it so much and as soon as I was back I was like oh my gosh like yes like this is where I'm supposed to be so I actually commuted back and forth between here and Vegas for eight years to do my clients hair.
1: so Um, you were living living in Vegas
0: well technically I guess I moved here okay but then I like went I did that for a year. I had, like, okay. a whole setup with the car that I had and, like, all these things, and then I started doing it, like, once a month. I did that for a lot, a lot of years.
1: Wow, okay.
0: Simultaneously, I was building my clientele here, and then at some point, I felt really inspired to open my own space. So, in 2012, that's when I um, I started looking around. It's actually a funny story. I, I was looking around at spaces downtown because mm-hmm. I was downtown i love it down here um i've lived like in two different directions of where we are right now like
1: which we're currently in downtown san diego too
0: yeah east village yeah so um i started looking around and i had always seen uh the space that i then took over and it was always like intriguing to me it was a salon that had actually closed down okay but it always like was really intriguing to me but it was really big so i started looking around smaller spaces i ended up finding a smaller space over like kind of on the other side of um like bootmaker okay Started negotiating with these men there was going to be like I you don't know four stations and at the time I was like okay I don't really know but sure like that'll work it's like 600 square feet um getting everything going and I get a call one day I was actually doing here in Vegas and they were like hey just so you know um we decided to go with
1: a man that's <laughs> um, what they said to you and I was like oh. so could listen, they have come up with a better line remember, than that I'll never she so said they like, decided to go with a man that's in case you missed that yeah say back breathe, to that i was like
0: breathe and i was like for like five thirty 30 seconds i was pretty triggered i was like pissed you yeah know? Like, are you kidding me did you at that
1: point think you had 99 percent had the place yeah we
0: would had already been like in the process of with, like, everything. oh man so pretty quickly though i had this feeling that like something might have been happening for me that there mm-hmm. was a reason why that didn't work out and so what it did is it was like you know we have <laughs> at the
1: end. You mean even in the moment when you wanted to yeah. scream like the bad words? about a salon I want to have twenty
0: people, I want to be full the first day I get there. Well the reality And is- I want it to be easy. Yeah. share more of that but one of them is just simply asking yes. simply asking for what I want I've never really been afraid to do that um, and so I called and I said hi um I see your spaces here it's 4500 square feet you know I would just come from like a 600 and I was like can you just give me like a little section up front like like you know maybe thousand square feet up front and they were like sure why don't you come in we'll talk wow so we started the negotiation for us to just give you half up front what are we going to do with the back but what we can do is offer you this whole other side it's 2,500 square feet and I was like okay <laughs> so kind of going to my point of like why the other one didn't work out one of many reasons was like even that was a little bit of like I had been renting for so long and then this was a, a space 600 square feet and then now it's 2,500. Wow. Mm-hmm. but i was a yes yeah you never you know yep. you feel like you're just like your heart's like yep and people were like i'm you sure you crazy and i'm like listen it's happening so oh i remember the comments board. i remember yeah. Yeah. yeah get on board or don't and so but what ended up happening is and i talk about this a lot in my work now because i believe in really living heart centered and when you follow your heart things just show up yeah and so the graphic designer the you know whoever i needed the, website person, the I remember my license like my um establishment license so they wanted me to take over the space and they wanted me to open within a short period of time oh but i didn't have an establishment license yet and they were like it's gonna take 12 weeks and i'm like i have like three weeks so i remember just sending it in and calling the lady and like hi it's me again you know like one day finally she's like wait what's your name and i told her and she's like i actually have your application on my desk i'm gonna go ahead and put it through like things like that were happening it was just like it was very divinely.
1: I I love when shit like that happens. So good.
0: It was so good. So I was like, okay. So I dove in. um, I'd say there were tears probably every day for the first six months. It was really challenging because I didn't really know how I was going to pay the bills. I I didn't actually have a lot of money doing Mm. this. I was just, I took a leap. And I was like, let's just do it because I was trusting myself and trusting the guidance I was getting. So there were definitely some challenging moments. But I always... Right, So there was like 13 chairs, um, which if you're thinking of opening a salon, just think about how many people you want to be in your space. It's a lot of people to have, and then, you know, as you can scale it, you can have a lot more people if you want to. So, um, of course, at that time, I was like, I want to feel it right away, right? Of course. But what I realized is as I hired like my first employee and then second and third and fourth, people were like needing things from me, wanting things from me, and they started complaining, and they started all these things. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, again, started to realize, like, okay, like maybe there's a reason why this isn't filling up just like that. Because, again, was a process for me.
1: About having the right people yes, in there?
0: the right people, but also for me to adjust to having employees, adjust for me to having renters, adjust for me to having people who needed things for me. Yes. It's like we have to trust that, like, step into your power as a woman or as a leader, whatever that is, like put yourself in that situation Mm. because it's uncomfortable situation after uncomfortable situation after a comfortable conversation. Yeah. But every time I stepped in a group, yes. I learned and I remember the first time I fired somebody, I was shaking. My whole body was shaking. And she even said to me, like, Are you okay? (laughs) And I was like, Not (laughs) really.
1: I don't want to have to do this.
0: But I got easier, even though that was never fun. No, for sure.
1: And when you say you really learned what kind of energy and people you wanted in your space, yes. because it's like a relationship. I hear people talk about, you know, I wish I wouldn't it, I wouldn't have wasted so much time. And I say to people, you know, younger than me that say things like that, I say you wouldn't now know what's important to you or what you value yes. or any of that stuff or who you are in a relationship or at a job or as a boss or as a leader unless you go through that stuff. Absolutely, because
0: I everything happens for a reason. A hundred percent. And
1: it's, it's such a, we're in such a creative, eccentric type of industry where, you know, one day you could show up like this, one day you could show up like that, one day you could show up goth, one day you could show up with your head shaved, like fully tatted, like all of it would be acceptable and you could totally be that person. So with that comes so many different personalities. Absolutely, yes. And my mom's been a business owner my entire childhood. So watching her and always asking questions, she was like, owning a business is like babysitting and putting out fires And I was like well, why would anybody ever want to own a business then? That sounds terrible. I hate babysitting. But when you look at it in a different way, you know, when I talk to her now, she still owns a very successful business. It's all about growing into leadership and being able to not babysit, but guide. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what I was going to say. Right. And things like that, and obviously there was there was lessons, there was there were mistakes. Sure. come to me and be like okay what 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 you know and then of course I had like randomly created an entire coaching program for all my employees um but what I really was passionate about was like helping them step into their power mm. helping them remember who they were how powerful they were that um they can have access to anything they wanted. that was always sort of intrinsically inside of me and so I thought hmm, this is interesting like oftentimes I do feel like I'm kind of like chasing the employees around a little bit. like hey did you do your you know your coaching work hey did you do Sometimes they w- wanted to do it. Sometimes they didn't want to do it. Um, same thing with clients. You know, sometimes they would take the advice. Sometimes they wouldn't, sure. based on where they're at. And I was like, "This is interesting." I was like, "What if I did this on intentionally and people actually hired me?" Just for this. And they wanted this. me to help them. They actually wanted, and they were ready for the work. And I was like, oh.
1: "Well, and you had seventeen plus years of learning human behavior." Yeah which is what being behind the chair does for us and I'm I feel you because I'm with you as far as like what I love the most about what we do is the connecting with people and and the fact that they do talk to us about all kinds of things so much much stuff and we do them which is wonderful you learn how to hold space for people and like it's really quite incredible so yes continue
0: yeah so that's when I started realizing like okay maybe it's time to move on now Mm I had It wasn't like even on the radar. You don't know me. You don't know my salon's everything to me. Like it was, a, it was my identity, and that was a part of the lesson too, right? Is yes. We get so wrapped up. We're not meant to be hooked into our businesses. They're not meant to be who we are. They're meant to be a part of us. Um, but when we get hooked into anything, that's when we start to get it gets a little sticky. Mm. And so I learned a lot of lessons that way too. Did it make you
1: think like what if, or did yeah, it start to let you open it, up and kind of give you permission? Yeah,
0: it started like thinking like what if, but then you know of course fear comes in. How can I do that? Like this is you know, my third career. I'm already in my mid thirties. Like, all the you're stories. almost dead in your mid thirties. Yeah. I think you know <laughs> it's all the stories, which is a big part of what I teach right now. Yeah. To get into, but um, yeah. So I was like, oh. through one year one year so we have a lot more in common than <laughs> you
1: think watch <laughs> out business w- women badasses so um
0: yeah but what happened was is i so i i going back to i guess it was you know at some point mid 2017 i'm like okay it's for sell. okay so i go i had a business coach at the time i laugh only because i so i brought it to her and i was like hey i'm going to it's not good and i'm like interesting and then i went to a broker and i'll never forget it he was like yeah like i don't think mean, could probably put it up for like a few thousand i don't know like it's not gonna make that much and i was like "Yo,
1: know, for one yeah the stuff in it alone yeah. has value yeah. so bad in business so advice it was
0: really really interesting a right. really beautiful brand in a community they don't like the space is magical I always felt it was magical I always felt like it was more of like I was meant to be like a conduit for it like it wasn't like my space it was like something I was meant to, to give back for people with because I just felt like the space was so special um so I said okay so what I did is I just got really clear on what I wanted this was still part of my legacy I wanted it to move on I did It who saw the value in it, who saw the brand, who wanted to take it to the next level, and so I just got really clear on that. And within two months, manifested, you know, two amazing young talented girls, and I got very, very close to my asking price. Wow. Which was a huge success. And also just another amazing lesson, like we get to believe in ourselves. Just because someone's telling you no doesn't mean that that's the final answer. And so again, it's like how can we get more My mm-hmm. seven trying to work you know like I was wanted to work so bad I was always just like what can I do what yeah. can I create you know so it's been a long time and
1: like staying in that busyness yes and
0: so I was like I'm just gonna give myself a little bit of a break well all of a sudden I'm like sitting there and I'm like I
1: don't know what to do with myself
0: so I'm like okay
1: um. by the way I hope you got rid of that first business coach oh yeah gotcha. <laughs> and that's a good lesson too for when yeah. you're hiring people like you never it's just like a relationship we talked about earlier you don't know what you need until you put yourself in situations with people. Right. I was like, Thank you. Yeah, she's human too. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and so what was I saying? Oh, so when that started coming up, I was like, okay. So what I found is I would like kind of write down my list, like Target, and then Target, and then clean out my closet, Target. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, like I just needed to be doing. That. I was like at Target all of the time. Uh, I don't even know what I was buying, but I was just like buying things at Target because I was so anxious and mm. so. through right on the heels of that went through getting married and then um four months later getting a divorce which then really caused this massive like heart opening experience for me where wow. i felt like because i was actually like i said i was married in my 20s too before i got married It just ended, and I was just kind of like, how did I get here? Mm. for me to really, like I said, crack open my heart and mm. really be honest with myself yeah. about who I was and what was going on inside. And so I took the next year to really just go in So and we have to be willing to walk through the darkness. We have to be willing to walk into the uncomfortable. We have to be willing to be honest with ourselves, what we are afraid of, and actually acknowledge our emotions. But the first piece is to let go of the stories that we've attached to the emotion. So we attach all of this meaning mm-hmm. to the emotion. Well, I don't feel good enough. So the ego attaches, well that means you aren't good enough. Mm-hmm. Well nothing can be further from the truth. It's just a story. Yep. Uh, but the feeling of not good enough is with inside all of us all of us yeah anyone who says they don't feel that they probably just need to have a deeper uh, real conversation with themselves and here's the thing you guys is like your results never lie so take a look around what's going on in your outward world is it chaotic is it dramatic are is it happening to you yeah are you a victim mm-hmm. uh if that's the case are you feeling anxious a lot of the time are you hitting the same money walls are What's going on inwardly is a reflection of what's going on outwardly. What's going on outwardly is a reflection of what's going on inwardly. So again, look at your results. Are you relaxed, are you happy? Do you have all these all this abundance in your life? Do you, are you attracting amazing high vibe men or do you have a really deep connected partnership? Um, does money flow into your life? Not that it's about money all the time, it's not, but let's be honest, we, we need money to be able to experience specific things based off of our values and and so, are you willing to receive it? Yes. Is there a flow there? And that's how you'll know where you're at with yourself. Are you very reactive when things happen? Mm-hmm. Or are you responsive, right? It's not about getting to a point in life where there's no challenges, when things don't break or we don't get a flat tire or that we're never going to feel heartbreak again or never going to feel an uncomfortable emotion. Nobody promised that. Right. And I think that's a big part of what we're learning through this year is to really understand, like, True happiness really only comes in the present moment, mm-hmm. but it also comes from being surrendered. Yes. Like, yeah, that happened. It wasn't ideal, but what's the solution? Let me respond to it. Right? I got a flat tire. Like, let's say I got a flat tire on the way here. I could be so pissed. Oh, my God. Can you believe this happened? I'm calling this person. I'm calling that person. I'm screaming on the side of the road. See, what you focus on expands. So me just getting into that mode is now manifesting more shit to come towards me. Right? minutes let me do that meditation I missed out on this morning let me call my dad let me call my friend let me catch up on this or whatever and like trusting that it's happening for a reason and it's happening for you versus to you this is this is freedom
1: amen I couldn't resonate with all of that more I feel like that is something that is very hard to articulate to someone who's stuck in the shit storm because what I've experienced too with my coaching clients is a lot of them would rather stay eating the same sit- shit sandwich they've been eating because they know what it tastes like than try something different or new or show up differently. It's like this is kind of shitty, but it's not that bad. Could be worse. I've spent so much time in it here already. like I'm scared to do that. and and this and the scaredness comes from ego, like you said earlier, but also, you know the the conditioned beliefs that you're not worthy of whatever it is you say that you want. And I think when we think of it from like the headspace of like, well, I want this. So how can I get it versus what would feed my soul, which could be an abundance making money. And for me, financial freedom comes in the sense of like, I want to be at a place where if something happened to my dog, I wouldn't have to think twice. Can I afford it? That doesn't make me, you know, financially, you know, selfish or whatever, but it, it, it comes from a place of making better decisions and being able to have choices that if your dog Well, you called me and you said, hey, guess what just happened? And I could say, here's a check. Will that make it better? And you say, yes. Absolutely. How wonderful would that be to be able to do that? and the
0: only reason why we have these negative beliefs about money is because, of, again, the meanings we have given it to Oh, if you're rich, that means you're snob. Oh, if you're this, that means you're that. Like, no, it doesn't mean anything. What if we were all, well, let me go back a second because a part of where that's coming Start to do that inner work, and you realize you remember. I'll mm. say you remember that you've been worthy the entire time. You remember how magnificent you are. You remember how powerful you are. How loved you are. Um, all of those things. And then it's like, oh, well, what else is possible? I I can have abundance, and I can flow with it, and I can receive it. So I get to have what I want. Now I'm going to do things with the money to help or get back or whatever that is. But again, it's all the stories. What it means to be a snob, what it means to be this, or you know, all of that. And again, when you can break that down, get to the story, stop buying into it. Because whenever you're buying into the story, you're just giving your power away. Totally. Take it back. Stop buying into the story and get to what's underneath. I just don't feel good enough. Mm -hmm. I just don't feel good enough. And it's a feeling. And so once you process through that, you get back in your power, and you're like, oh, I can do anything I want. And then get to be an example for other people to do the same. And what would it be like if we lived in a world where more people just simply a took responsibility for their own shit. Amen. Right? Yeah. It's not about me pointing the finger at you. Hey, have you thought about doing this? No, how about I look at myself? If I'm yeah. triggered by you, I'm gonna look at myself, right? if you come to me for advice, that's a different thing. But and you know really learn how to show up for ourselves mm-hmm. and get into our hearts and choose love. What would that world look like?
1: Amazing. Versus everyone compare themselves to the person next to them yeah I think one of the things that comes up too in coaching is you know the I just want to make enough to get by I just want to make enough to pay my bills and that I think that frustrates me so bad because it's like I can't want that for you I want you to want more for yourself so how do you take somebody from being stuck up here and and tap them into that feeling of worthiness and abundance I'm sure it's quicker than a one-sentence answer because that's what you do yeah. But, um, yeah, explain that process of, like, how does somebody go from those feelings of unworthiness, feeling stuck, getting mirrored back the same shit that they've been putting out, knowing that they're part of the problem, or at least not showing up as their higher version of themselves yeah. to attract the things that they say they want but feel that they don't deserve. How does somebody even start that conversation with you to be able to tap into that? Yeah, that's a
0: that's a really powerful question. So, first, you have your... It can be easier. It's a choice. We're all a choice. Um and so but the first piece is readiness. Yeah. It's being ready and open. And then it really all I do is help people remember what they already know inside of themselves. Yes. That's all I'm doing.
1: Like any good coach will they will remind you of what yes. you already know. We yes. all
0: have access Up for myself. But even though I was feeling that, what was happening is that because I was going into it versus running away from it, right? And also in the past, I was going to another relationship. That was my pattern too. So this time I was like, nope, not doing that. So what was happening though is I was actually going in, my heart was starting to crack open. So the more my heart cracked open, what happened was it's like, imagine divine truth coming down, like a direct source to truth. And all of a sudden you're like, You guys, like, this whole time, I've been amazing. This whole time, I've been enough. This whole time, I've been powerful, and I've been safe, and everything's been happening for me, and you're like, what?
1: Why didn't anybody tell me? Oh, my
0: gosh. Well, guess what? They were, but I wasn't ready to listen. Yeah,
1: I'm funny how that works. Yeah. Yeah. So, but,
0: and that's the thing. It's like, I could tell you all day how magnificent you are, but when you start to see, when you look in the mirror, you're like, yep. it's like, watch out. Game over. Out. Yeah, and so and so that's what I do. Is so I help people to remember, and the, the way I do that is by simply breaking down. We have to start catching the ego thoughts mm-hmm. because when the ego is in charge, it's in charge. And the reality is, we are creating in every single moment. We're very, very, very powerful, whether you realize it or not. Right, we're very powerful, and you are creating in every single moment. Most of us don't realize that. I'm talking twenty four seven. So, and the reality is, we're. Even ego-based creation is going to equal ego-based results mm. and heart-based creation is going to equal heart-based results. So first, you have to be at a point where you're ready for a change. You don't want the ego-based results anymore. You're tired of it. Now, some people will come and they'll say, this is the problem and I'll say, I'll give a solution and I can tell really quickly they're like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. If that's where you're at, then it's just not To the chaos yes, and really want to stay in the victim mentality uh, and that's fine it's just you then go ahead and take responsibility for your results uh, don't come to me and tell me you're upset about your results but you're unwilling to stop doing the thing
1: yes that and can, or apply the work that I right yes. that doesn't
0: work for me so it's really learning how to catch that story and this is a process this takes time This takes discipline like everything that I teach I do every single day that I've created in the last year where it has like had to pull it forward. And so it's catching that first, getting honest about your emotions, learning how to show up for yourself, learning how to coach yourself, and getting back in your heart. And that's where you'll start to remember. So what I've done is I've created very specific tools um, and practices that you can do in the morning. So I have a very powerful morning ritual that I teach that I'm actually in the process of creating a course for. So that will be that's exciting. available. Them. Which really just goes into depth on each piece of the morning ritual. and okay. when you do it consistently. I tell my clients this all the time. Because anyone in, in my practice, any of my girls who just do it consistently, it's just results. Like, it equals results. Period. It's it's very simple. This isn't actually that complicated. You guys know I talk about my
1: non-negotiables in morning routine yes. all the time. If yeah. it's the only thing I get done right during the day, it's this. Absolutely. this
0: is, It's a non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. People ask me, like, how? I'm like, it's a non-negotiable. You just do yeah. it. When you understand what it means. Until you start to make yourself a priority, I mean that you just have to be there. That's what this has to be. So I, I teach a lot about that too. So it's it's having that practice, and then I have another course that really teaches you how to coach yourself. Okay. So going deeper. So yes, now we've got the practices, we've got the foundation. We wake up every morning. We're connecting with ourselves. We're connecting with our guidance. With processing. Um, we're getting clear what we want. We're, we have there's manifestation tools in there, and then now I take it to the next step. Like, okay, now let's really get start to really understand the ego understand our intuition what does that feel like in our body because it's a very different feeling um and I teach a practice of, of learning how to actually coach yourself so I've, I've actually created a very specific technique to get you from the story into the emotion and then back out to your heart and so I teach that in my other course as well from there now you're just more living more in your heart okay so now what I help people do from that point is okay now we're more in our heart we Tools, about, yeah. What do you want? What do you want? New relationship? More money? To start a business? To grow your business? To have a better relationship with yourself? Like, great, let's do it. And then I,
1: I help people through that. Implement that yeah. and take action. I love that. What a great right Because things are going to keep coming up. You're going to want new things. The ego is going to pop back up in different situations. Always. You're going to be re triggered by somebody else who says something and you're like, oh, that's still there.
0: As long as you're human and you ha- you're going to have an ego, right? And you're living a human life; like you're going to have all these
1: things happen. And that's my favorite. Like I posted something the other day about you know doing this kind of work, and it's people think it's a one size fits all, but it's like you're not going to eat the salad and be skinny later this afternoon, and you're not going to eat the cheeseburger and be fat tomorrow. Like this is the kind of consistent work that once you implement it into your life, this is what's possible. Feeling like this or being able to get back into this headspace quicker than you used to be able to do and i have to tell you you know when someone explained to me responding versus reacting i was like oh my god i'm super reactive i knew that about myself i just didn't really know what the difference was and this was like in my early 20s like i was tomboy quick to react quick to defend myself quick to stick up for my friends like it was always such as it was such an ego place of like you know i think hanging with the boys like being able to hold my own and you know i was raised by a single mom so i feel like there was some of that too like always having to like she Having someone raise you who acted feminine sometimes, but mostly in her masculine, like it was very confusing for me yeah. to be able to get out of yes. my ego because men can roll through being in their ego mind and be really successful and have thriving careers, though they need to tap more into here as well. We know that. But for a for a female who intuitively like we're not really meant to show up quite so rough and rugged. And it, it was a great explanation as to why I was attracting certain relationships. Yes. In, in yeah. the capacity that I was, because I mean, let's be honest, there can't be two bitches, and there, I mean, it depends on what kind of situation you're in, but like often that doesn't work. Like the roles have to be established, and if you go into a relationship, like for me, for instance, doing all the things, taking care of all this stuff, and then you look back a year later, like, why am I doing everything? How come you don't help? Well, you taught someone how to yeah. Yeah. show up for you. get to be responsible for our
0: choices. Mm-hmm. Things
1: Go find go yeah that's exactly so um, how can somebody know that they're ready I mean I feel like you know if something like this is for you um, so Randy and I are both thirty nine we both had divorces behind us I have a son that's a slight difference we both own salons been behind the chair you guys know I'm going in the coaching space too so I think this too I wanted to touch on was you know just because we're not behind the chair so much I'm not hopefully going to be for too much longer. Um, come 2021, I have other goals and aspirations I want to work on. Um, there's something we touched on earlier about holding on to things longer than you need to because of the ego. And there's parts of my ego that have are having a really hard time letting my clientele go because I've worked so hard behind it. But also my attachment to my clients. I know I won't get to see them in the same capacity um, every six, seven weeks. Like it just won't be that way. But I think when you are in business, it's not always about how it feels. It's about what is going to get you to the next level. And sometimes that's uncomfortable. And the growth of, like, being the new person in the coaching world, like, that was something my ego was like, you got to start from the beginning again. Like, you have to do the free shit. You have to give stuff away. You have to show up extra big. Like, things won't just fall in your lap. Like, I can't just turn around and say, hey, guys, I'm now a beauty coach. Come hire me. Like, it doesn't really work that way. So it took a lot of me peeling away those layers of ego to know like i can show up and be vulnerable i can show up and say hey i don't really know what i'm doing guys but like trust i'll figure it out as i go because i think that's one thing i'm not afraid to do is take messy action and fail because i think at almost 40 years old like that part of me at least has calmed down a little bit to where i'm not afraid to look silly i'm not afraid to make mistakes um And I think when you start to do personal development, like you have to be okay with not getting it right and not being able to like do it perfectly. And, um, you know, you see both of us showing up, you know, all camera ready, but this isn't always real life. Like if you follow her on social media, she's just as real, same with me. But at the end of the day, when you have equipped yourself with these kinds of tools, like you are the most powerful version of yourself. And if you show up like that, you can attract other people like that. And so, you know, we have like a few people that we know in between this, like six degrees of separation. And we, now she owned a salon, which is like four blocks from here. And um, it's like, when you show up a little bit higher, you start to attract people yeah. that are on that level. So it's something else too, that I, I struggled with was having friends on the same level as me, yeah. you know, because you can ingest all of the stuff, the podcast, the books, the coaching even, but if, one person starts to implement and the other person does not like you're no longer equal. Like you can, you can take all the information in, but what that'll cause is frustration. If you don't start to like take action and and make change, you'll say, well, I did all the work. Well, listening to it and reading it is, is only the beginning. It's an awareness, like you said, of knowing when you read something or hear something, or if there's something she said that resonated that you were like, Oh yeah, I do that. Or, Oh, that's me. Or, Oh, I'm struggling with that. You know, that's when it's your chance and your opportunity to say, I deserve to find out why that bothers me still or why I keep having the same results in business or life or why you can't break through making six figures, you know, or, you know, what it looks like to walk away from being behind the chair after 20 years for me. So this work is not easy and it's not for the faint of heart, but it's the rewards that you get from showing up are the same as when you're building your business behind the chair. You can't show up sometimes and be available every once in a while and have a thriving career. It won't work. So good, and it
0: really is a lifestyle. Yes, you know, touching what we were talking about earlier. It's it. This isn't a you hire a coach for six months or you do a program for three months or you meditate done. for three months and then you're done. No, 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 no. no. Like this is a lifestyle. This is something I'm constantly saying to my girls. Like you get up, you check with your ego, you go brush your teeth, you take a breath, you process emotion, you have breakfast, then you go out, you stop at a stop sign, and you check with your ego. You know, and you make a choice to choose your intuition and your truth. Like it's a constant choice it's, it's a part of our life it's not about a finish line yeah. when you when you really I had had many moments throughout my journey where I've had like aha moments with this but the more that I have just surrendered to it it's like now layers come up mm-hmm. uh, this morning I had a deeper layer come up where I felt more tired and more heavy there's a lot going on in the world right now especially those of us who are and more sensitive and can feel it a lot more uh, it, but it doesn't take me down so it's like oh another emotion came up and like for years i was like oh i'm so emotional why is it another emotion it's like because it's just where i'm at that's who i am that's how i am so instead of getting mad at myself which makes it like kind of lock into place why don't i just navigate it oh there's another emotion what do i need yeah so what i'm really talking about here is like learning how to become your own best friend Love that. You know, learning how to show up for yourself in a That's why I'm so passionate about what I teach because what I'm teaching is like you can now show up for yourself through anything and this doesn't mean that partnership still isn't beautiful because it's my number one value. Absolutely. But it gets to be extra. Mm -hmm. It's no longer about the man, the ring, the house, the kids,
1: And then you will be happy and and then you're going to
0: fulfill me. You can keep going down that path if you want but let me tell you I've already played it. I've already done the game. I've played it out pretty Mm -hmm. far. It doesn't work. It's never going to work. And so again it's not about not having beautiful Things it's come from. So, yes, I want to have a beautiful relationship. I want to have a family. I want to have abundance and all of these things in my life. I want to make an impact on the world. But where's my come from? If I'm doing it because I need to survive and I need it to feel safe and I'm latching on, it's going to end up being more chaotic. But if I'm doing it because I'm already grounded in who I am and it's more like adding value and extra, then it just gets to flow. So, inevitably, when someone's not available or it flows in and yeah. out. It's and okay. It, and it really gets to yes. flow. And this is when people talk about ebb and flow. Mm. Ebb and flow is a real thing. Yeah. But are you letting it flow? Right. This is or are you trying to be. control yeah, it? Yeah, we want to be in the flow, not in the, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. Like, just, Go carry. Just, yeah. <laughs> You've got a little carry going on today. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it's like that. And I have just found that when we choose that and again, this choice,
1: that's when anything is possible. So good. We get to really we can list all
0: these things that we want but at the end of the day we want to feel peace yeah we want to feel free
1: yes truly embody that feeling yeah Yeah, and be able to tap into it whenever we want that's power yes okay where can everybody find you because I know they're going to want to eat you up and all your good stuff she has so much good stuff on her Instagram
0: yes and your website yeah so my website is allmynamerandyhalloway.com and then at randyhalloway on Instagram and I'll be continuing to share all my fun things that are coming like I said I have um, a morning ritual and self love course course Love it. Um, I have group programs now too, but this is gonna be
1: like a next level. So, and you guys know I talk about masterminds all the time and how they've changed my life. So, if you have an opportunity and this is something that is calling to your soul, please send Randy a message. I'm sure she'd love to talk to you. We'd love to chit chat in the DMs with our people. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'd love to know your aha moments or your takeaways. If you would tag us and share it and uh, tell us what you did. so appreciate it.